Will I find the answers I'm looking for? Ah, yes. I lost my train of thought as soon as I opened my mouth. Ooh, shepherd's pie would sound good. Oh, this all looks so good. Can we just get one of everything? Do I have the funds for one of everything? This is not something that we can talk about right now. And we don't know you. Sure, but generally mentioning about one's home life or past is how you get to know one another. Not everyone. It's best, probably best not to pry. You didn't pass Common Core math, did you? Goodness, who could pass Common Core? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I see a lot of potential in these people. They can be annoying, I think, for you at least. These men in plated armor, they're coming up the stairs. They appear to have red scarves around their shoulders, um, and they're wearing helmets that obscure their faces. They're the very famed or infamous Red Guard at your door. guys, I'm Snow, and I am the GM of this podcast, and welcome back to Season 1, Episode 5 of The Gate Chronicles. Yay! All right, so let's go around the table and introduce ourselves. I've already done that for myself, but anyway. Hi, my name's Quentin. I'm normally the GM of the Sword Art Online campaign, but here I am playing Charles Smoot, the uh, 57-year-old biology teacher. I'm up next. I'm Zach. I can also go by Blarg. I believe... Pl- yeah. I'll be playing Alfred Kenneth Mess. There we go. I am uh, Jaden DiMaggio. I will be playing Finevere Avere, uh, the bard who's also part-time cat herder, apparently. I am uh, Andrew DiMaggio, uh, brother of Jaden, friend of Quentin, and you will find uh, I play uh, Alan Taylor, and uh, you can find me and Quentin often on the Discord. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Okay. Anywho, um... Just a really quick thing. I, I really want to apologize. I realized I made Cece's voice a lot higher than it was supposed to be. Doesn't so matter. she sounds a lot younger than she is. She was just excited. She's very excited. She's, She's very, excited. very hyper. Anywho. So would anybody like to recap what happened last episode, last session? Uh, we went to a party at the Flame Slayers Tavern. There was bad soup, good jams and fortune telling. There was a lack of bad soup on bad people's heads. TLZR, the tea was not spilled. Well, I think that's a pretty good, good darn recap. I mean, you did end up late in the evening back at Cece's house, basically in the homestead. You ended up back there and you were met by a Molly where he had essentially set up some bedrolls for you in the building. And well, it was a little cramped. You guys were tired afterwards and a little Rowdy, you probably talked about a few things, but we're going to go through that night and let you all sleep. And now... Would my character have been able to take his bedroll and sleep outside? You you could have it, he if probably you wanted would, to. If it was cramped, he absolutely would have. Okay. You say cramped, but I prefer the term cozy. Yeah, see, I don't want to be near that. <laughs> a little too flamboyant for my taste. Well, it is now morning. If 
if you all could see my face right now, it's more of just like the stain. It's somewhere it's between stain? cringe and horror. Yeah, now, that's, see what, that's you, about what you're going to have to do is you're just going to have to clip that and loop that. <laughs> the next 15 minutes in the background. <laughs> <laughs> The Let's missing role player found really rendition of Grieg's morning. <laughs> Snyder's cut. So, Charles, you're outside laying on the ground. You find yourself a little moist on the face. On the face? I mean, you're laying outside. There's there's it's... dew. You got dew on your face. Okay. Not doo-doo, but dew. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my bedroll are probably curled up by the nearest tree. Thank you very much. It's a little damp out. Fine. Good morning. Morning dew. All right. As you do. As, As you, you do. do. And everyone Resting else. Resting up against that morning wood. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tree in the morning. What's wrong with people? <laughs> and every. Hold on. <laughs> Collect yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else is waking up inside, especially to the sound of metal clanging in the kitchen. There's no better sleep than a free stay. Breakfast time, time for breakfast. I spring onto my feet. You spring onto your feet and you do hear this little ditty going on in the background. I, I join in. Breakfast time, breakfast time. <laughs> it gets louder as you start singing along and Cece comes out of the kitchen. She's like playing with some pots and pans. I'll start playing the lute and slowly ramp it up. Everyone's being awoken by this at this point. Breakfast time. Da, 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 we are gonna have some breakfast now. <laughs> I thought I was the bard. <laughs> All right. So Charles, do you come inside? You can hear this outside, by the way. It's 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 not quiet at this point. If he's not coming inside, I'm going outside. <laughs> I might just I don't know if I want to be in there. <laughs> Taylor gets up and starts joining in with, I'm, the, with the bard going, and I'm a breakfast kind of man. Mm. All right, so. Yeah, I'm going to stay outside. <laughs> good, old, good old Alfred's going to be inchworming his way across the floor tr trying to get outside. Oh, still in the bedroll? Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right, so I would like for Alan, Finevere, and Alfred to please make perception checks really quick. Nat 20. Oh, geez. Them's the kind of rolls 18. I like My second good perception check all of campaign. <laughs> Go team four. <gasps> okay. That's a great roll. So, best number. Alfred. He, he's too busy trying to get out of you, the house. You literally just run over David, who is on the I'm not running. I'm, I'm, I'm just inchworming. Okay, you inchworm. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You inchworm. You, you actually have to inchworm over David, who's like laying on the floor. David. It's actually David. He David. says it as David, David but that's Lola, fine. Lola. Okay, but you crawl over top of David. That, that's fine. And make your way out the door. That's fine. You two, Alan and Finnevere, you turn. You see that David is on the ground, but he's swaying to it. And he's slowly like swaying and getting up as he goes. As <laughs> you're all singing. <laughs> I don't care while what I'm, anyone else thinks, while but David I'm and I have kindred over. spirits. <laughs> While Goodness. I'm climbing over him, he's doing this as well. You're That's right. impressive. That's, you two turn. And as you do, you turn towards the front entrance where you hear the door open. But you see that Amali's sitting on a bench. And you see he has the darkest circles under his eyes. Like, he did not sleep at all. Uh, wait, do, do, the, do the both of us see this? Alan and Finevere do see that. I will make some tea before approaching him. You see Amali just sitting there. He looks very tired. But he's not really complaining about the song at all. 
just seems to be tolerating it. So I bring him out the tea when it's ready. All right, perfect. Alan, what are you doing during that time? I guess just watching Cece cook. Okay, so she goes back into the kitchen. She's trying to reach some stuff. Even though everything in this house is built for around her size, for some reason, she decided to put stuff on top of a shelf that she can't reach easily. I'll help her with that. Yeah, she's sure like, that she's wasn't like a Molly's attempt at keeping it her out. It could have been. It actually could have been. But she's actually, reaching. No, no better, better yet, I'm going to lift her to, <gasps> to the thing. Okay, so you lift her. Please roll your uh, strength. Shouldn't be that bad. <sighs> 22. Okay, perfect. Just straight up deadlift. You just deadlift this little girl, woman thing. <laughs> girl, woman This thing. female just, just, of just... indiscriminate age by the stomach. Lift. Is it legal? You grab her by her stomach? Well, That's like, disturbing. Like <laughs> Don't reach into me. Like the waist Yeah, area. you grab her by her waist and you lift her. And she's like, oh, thank you. I got this. And she reaches back and she seems to be pulling out a bin. And she pulls it down. She's like, okay. You can set me down now. I've got the stuff. I'll set her down. (laughs) All right. Got the goods. The stuff. The goods. You see that inside, it looks like a bunch of different types of syrup. I got the stuff. Are you ready for the stuff? I'm ready for the stuff. What is the stuff? Sap from the trees. You know, it's like saps, like tree snot. (laughs) Sounds delicious. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not there. That's it's not like a, a little drip. You just use the, the pancake there. to wipe. <laughs> I used to shoot pine sap on my grandpappy's farm. <laughs> what? what? Well, I had to put this up there because I kept eating it all, but I do collect it from outside. What do you, you mean you're shooting it? Pine sap. Chewing. I, I heard shooting. I heard shooting. Chewing pine sap on Grandpappy's farm. We are heard shooting? Comment in the comments what you heard. <laughs> I didn't. I, there wasn't an ing. I said chew. I it's okay. Chew. It's okay. okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're not. It's it's good. It's okay, good. fine. We'll I'm listen. gonna smoot you in the face. That sounds weird. Anywho, come outside. I'd like to see you try. All right. <laughs> but oh yes. Yeah, so Cece is very honest, and she says. Yeah, I, I collect this stuff from outside a lot, and I had to put it up really high so I couldn't get to it. But I'm excited because I have guests, and now I actually have a reason to use it and, and an excuse to eat more, and please don't judge me. If I'm still in there making the tea, I'd like to appraise the uh, the sap. Okay. Does it have bark in it? That is a 16. It looks like it is pretty clean and well-filtered, and it's a very rich golden brown color. <gasps> and smooth. Like, wow, these look really good. Thank you. Fantastic job. Nice clarity. If possible, I'd also like to count this as my inspire. So the next time she rolls a d20, if it's in the next minute or two, uh, she'll get a plus one bonus. Okay. Maybe we can make that happen. I don't know. All right. So you two are outside. What are you up to? Uh, Oh, goodness. They're devolving. You know, God gave you legs for a reason. Listen, I'm not awake yet. Oh, what, the breakfast time didn't quite do it for you? <laughs> no, I'm just not awake in general. Uh, well, good luck getting any sleep out here with these birds. Birds are fine. The singing was not. All right, well, you're more than welcome to take a spot up next to the stump with me. So you walk out and you see that he is against a nearby tree. And as you look out further, you do see that there are a few small fields just outside of the house, as well as a pen where there is a goat. And three sheep. His interest is peaked. 
Son of a motherless goat. <laughs> Did I see this? Yes, this is very plain in view. I would go and take a look at the farm. Is there like a porch or anything on there the There is no porch on the house. This is a single story, just flat, like flat house, basically. Okay. It's just outside on the ground. All right. So he moves to the, uh, the opposite side of the door, whichever one it doesn't swing on. Mm-hmm. So whichever side doesn't have the hinge. And he just plops down next to the to the door and just is leaning against Okay, the... so you go on the opposite side of where the door would swing open and you're just plopped there looking out and probably getting ready to close your eyes. Oh, nope, he's out already. Okay. Well, well, no time like the present to figure out what's going on. Moot would walk over to the uh, nearby farms and pen to see if the uh, agriculture, the flora or fauna are looking a little off or different. Knowledge nature, please. I do have an knowledge in my nature. Oh boy, it's a 23. While some plants do appear a little different and just like color-wise, they're a little different, you are able to see that most of the plants you can recognize just by looking at them. You do notice that there are a myriad of root vegetables like carrots. You see a lot of root plants that you would recognize as well as some vines, but you don't really see any like fruit plants. Do any of them look ripe? They're ready? No. Looks like everything that was ripe was already picked. Are the sheep freshly sheared? Or do they have a nice coat on them? They have a nice woolly coat on them. I would, I, can I go and pet the sheep? You can absolutely go to Yo, pet the petting sheep. petting zoo. Let's go. Yeah, Smoot would go in and try and pet the sheep. Handle animal, please. Oh, it's not garbage. <laughs> Don't sound too excited about that. 13. <laughs> With your knowledge of nature and your ability to... Didn't you just roll a 13? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. Like, why do you think I have points and handle animals? Why did you even look? What do you mean? I, mean, I didn't know if I didn't. Oh, no, I gotcha. I gotcha. So you're you're able to handle this sheep, sheep fine, he says, as he pets the GM. Sheep. That's all I can do. I'm sorry. That's about it. That's all I got for you. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm seated. Your tea is ready. I bring it out to uh, Amali. Say, old chap, you look a bit rough around the edges. I'm sorry. I didn't sleep at all last night. Caffeine. I shake it. Ugh. I'll take a cup. I hand him the cup. He downs it. He literally just takes it, regardless of how hot it is, and he just chugs it. Well, I would serve it at a drinkable temperature. No. Just pour it all in there. I, I give him everything. Okay, he just, drinks just it all. Just hand him the teapot. Drinks it all in one gulp. One gulp? That's a big gulp. Not a gulp. Okay, he takes it. Gulps. He literally he just, just chugs, chugs it. it. <laughs> You gonna be okay today, or you need a cat nap? No time. Oh gosh, he stretches. I take a moment to reflect. Uh, did we tell him about the red guard last night? No. No, your characters uh, or you guys didn't tell him. You were all very tired, and honestly, you didn't feel like adding on to the stress. Uh, hey, Amali, you should know. There were a, a bunch of uh, ruffian-looking fellas that showed up at the party last night, and I give them the description of the uh, the, the red scarves. Is that what they were Everyone called? managed to keep themselves cool, despite all uh, expectation. Wait, I'm sorry. What? It was late, and I almost forgot to mention, besides being stressed out during the event, but... I reiterate that uh, who I perceive as the Red Guard showed up last night. Did any of them see her? No, she had a mask on. Okay. Comes in handy. He looks at the mask that you're holding out and he says, Thank you, Finn. I really do appreciate your help. She doesn't 
always realize the importance of not showing herself too often. Look, I try not to make a habit to pry, but for future reference, that's something that should be stressed. That, uh, uh, more or less, do I need to make special care to make sure she's not detected? Um, she knows. Trust me. But yes. Okay. Amali, where'd you go last night? Ah, I just, I took a long walk. I just needed the minute to myself, I guess. And you decided not to sleep? I mean, I tried to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) The sound of Alfred outside echoes into the house. Yeah, I tried to sleep. It didn't work very well. Point taken. A symphony of... Cacophony of... Cacophony. A symphony begins as David makes the snoring sound. He's awake. (laughs) Again. Cacophony. It ain't pretty. It ain't no symphony. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry that I freaked out and acted the way I did. I'm not very good at expressing myself, and I'm trying. Well, you are a good man. I do know that. If it wasn't for you, I, I don't know how much support these fellas might have had out there. Not to mention myself. You hear a voice. Ding, ding. Breakfast is ready. Gone. If it is gone, <laughs> mid-conversation, where to go? Kelsey comes down the stairs from the loft and goes into the kitchen where Alan was. Alan, you were covered in flour, by the way. There was a mishap in the kitchen. No deck saving <laughs> throw for you. There's nowhere to run. It's nowhere to hide. No. CC I, happened. I, I was denied both my reflex and uh, dexterity stats in my reflex saving throw and was automatically given a zero. Nice. <laughs> no, no, no. The save was just so high you didn't get a roll. It was That's so That's a normal high. thing. No. Uh, CC was directly in the way of dodging it. <laughs> CC actively threw it on you. <laughs> there, there may and there may not have been a plot set to dump flour on somebody's head. <laughs> I called it. <laughs> remember, remember, the 5th of November, <laughs> the pancake pan flower plot. No, so here's the thing. This is what happened. This is the story. There's a, there's a story? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Uh, hey, uh, Mr. Allen. Ma'am? Would you mind just so terribly lifting me back up really quick? I, I just. She's holding a bowl in her right arm. Just, okay. Just, yeah, over there. I'll, I'll just, lift just her up. Perfect. All right. Just a little bit close, closer to the door frame, please. All right. All right. And it was at that moment that Finvir came running into the kitchen. <laughs> and power is on both of you. And now I look European. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm even wider than before. If you need to use the bathroom, just go out to the woods. <laughs> no, Finn, fin, no, it's... So it's you... Finevere, Alan, and Cece, who are all covered in the flower that she was trying to put over a door frame. Ah, and this is my best vest. Cece, <clears throat> I, I go and I, I take my backpack off. I get up my my bag and I shake the uh with the, the rag in there and give David that look. <laughs> <laughs> David's like tied to woe, tied to woe, tied to woe. I would imagine like it all kind of gets absorbed and then it gets flicked into dust. You basically go around dusting everybody with their your little rag and it absorbs it. No, I just do me and Cece. Just you and Cece. <laughs> Alan has to ask. Uh, so, 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 in what order do you do whom? Myself, then Cece. Okay. While he is doing Cece, I want to roll a grapple check. Okay. To give him a hug and okay. re-dirty him. Go ahead. Roll to hit. That's that's uh, eleven. <laughs> no. Fourteen. 
I am swift. <laughs> I am the knight. Ouch. So. You go, whoa. Oh, come on. Don't you want a nice flowery hug? I'll take the hug. I'll give her a hug. She'll take it and she's covered back in flour again. <laughs> Did someone say something about breakfast? Oh, yeah. No, breakfast is completely done. There may be like a burnt cake in there or two, but they're done. You see flat little breads round yes. on the table on little plates. Oh, so many plates. Yeah, you don't have guests very often. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You made a little girl cry. What's I'm, wrong with I'm, you? I'm, I'm going to lean in to, to Finn and whisper. It may be because they need extras. Well, then this is a momentous occasion. Placements. Let's rejoice in Cece's cooking. So you all are able to take a seat at a very small table where you become, except for the two who are <laughs> outside. David joins at the table. I'm, 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 I, before taking a seat at the table, if they're not inside, I'm going to go outside. Okay. So everybody except for Alan takes a seat at the table and Alan goes outside. I, I, I look for the two of them. You see them. Smoot. There's pancakes. Do wait until someone else starts mm. eating before you start eating. Okay. Just because it's... CC digs yeah. in immediately. Then I start digging in. Perfect. Is everyone else there? Pretty much. There's also crude syrup. Yeah, I noticed, <gasps> some, I noticed <gasps> the tabs on the trees. I'm going to find a mast. Mast. I'm going to grab his his bedroll. Pancake. Congratulations. I'm going to grab his bedroll and lift him up off the oh, ground just ever so go. slightly. Pull his face up towards my chest. Well, up towards my face, I guess. How romantic. Yeah, I'm, I'm like leaning down. Mast. There's pancakes and syrup. Mest's head is currently hanging backwards. He rolls it up, opens his eyes up slightly, and just goes, Huzzah. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately head falls back down. (laughs) Huzzah. At this point, I will begin throttling him. Inside, you hear the song going again. Breakfast time, breakfast time, breakfast time. Taylor, just throw him over your shoulder and take him indoors. I start, All right, I'm going to pick him up and sling him over my shoulder. I start playing a game with CC where we, uh, where I use my prestidigitation uh, honey stirrer and change the flavor of pancake bites, and she's got to guess which ones are which. Oh, oh, oh. As you guys come in, you hear her being like, it's, it's that watermelon? It is watermelon. Oh, my gosh, I'm right. What do I win? Another bite! Oh my gosh! She digs into another one. <laughs> is is that? Wait, hold on. I it's it's coming to me, and she's pointing to her forehead. It's coming. I can I can feel it. I got nothing. I have no idea what this one is. It's strawberry. Oh my god! I'm allergic to strawberries. <gasps> <laughs> no, she's like, okay. I mean, I'm just kidding. But that was really cool. We gotta do this more often. Oh my goodness, Mr. Allen, Mr. Alfred, <laughs> Mr. Smoot. That's too much energy for this point in time in the morning. You guys, you got to try this. I am almost they're, they're CC levels pancakes. of excited. Anything perceived as free housing or food gets Finnevere overwhelmingly <laughs> excited. I, I'm pretty sure it's just the word free. Chapter four, free is free. <laughs> profit of profit. Profit of profit. Got it. So while you guys are sitting at the table, Molly's just digging in, slowly eating it, just staring at his plate. And then as you come and join at the table... He looks at you all and he says, so what's your plan? Well, now that we're better equipped to go back out with some actual camping gear and supplies, I think we were heading back out, weren't we? Back to the ruins? Only other place I know of answers. You really think your chief does air quotes well equipped? 
more so than we were before. Then we were. have tent, pot, anything to carry water in, food, rations, anything. I got a pot. Yeah, I, I bought one in the marketplace too. Oh, you bought yours? Did you not? It was just I, sitting I, there I, on I, the ground. I, I, while they're talking, I'll interject. Amali here is a seasoned veteran of uh, relic hunting. He might have a few useful uh, tips if he finds that you're outgeared. Yeah, my first tip to you is don't go out there. You're not ready. You'll die. Ready for what? You keep saying no, but never give an explanation as to why. I don't... Ugh. Okay, let's start as if we're all children here at the table. No offense, Cece. She just stares at him blankly. I am a woman. I'm... How old am I? Hold on. How old am I? <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> That's what we've been asking. No, no, no. Wait, wait. What we year do am use I? 365 day years? Who knows? Do you? Maybe they go by phases of the moon. Well, they probably go by seasons, like in olden times, pre-Gregorian calendar year systems were devised. I know how old I am now. We're good. <laughs> Did you not before? Because that's a little disconcerting. I had to count. <laughs> this is out of This is not a real game thing. Don't you have to go back and count how many years old you are? Well, if they are really are from the past, how would you have even counted? I guess I don't know how many years I am. Last I checked, I was 57. So, Cece folds her arms. I'm not a child. I'm a woman. I am 18 now. Thank you. Back where we come from, 18's not even old enough to drink. To clarify, alcohol, not water. You can have water. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, to be fair, also... I have a question. Where is... Al right now. Yeah, here's the deal. Kelsey was about to say something, then she looks over at you and just like, Mr. Allen? He's still a little groggy. I don't think that's a good way to hold somebody. Eh, it'll wake him up faster. I don't think so. Hold him upside down, let the blood rush to I'm, his I'm, head. I'm, I'm gonna pull him and crunch him a little against my, my neck. Just gently. Anyway. Uh, I'm assuming that's some kind of save. I, I think it's time for your character to wake up. Oh, he's up. awake? Yeah, it He's hurts. been awake the entire time. He's pretending it, to sleep. Yeah. No, he's not pretending to sleep. He wants to sleep. Mast, it's time to wake uh, up. Uh, come on, just like another <clears throat> ten minutes. Either you can wake up and I can set you in a chair, or I can drop you and or pile drive you into the floor. Go ahead and drop me. Just set him in a chair, Taylor. And you think you're ready to go out into the forest like this? You're not even a real group right now. Let's see. He might have a point here, actually. At this point, we're eating breakfast. We're not going anywhere. I can afford to sleep. Camping is a great way to build teamwork. It's a great group activity. Listen, I was part of an impromptu group that went out into the forest one time. It was not pretty. Uh... I will go on to tell the tale. Once upon a time, in a land far away, somebody died. (laughs) Our rivers turned black. We couldn't tell why. We heard that there was some kind of creature that might have had something to do with it. We got a group of ours together and ventured out into the woods. Anyway, we thought it wouldn't be too hard. We would be fine. We found ourselves surrounded by ghouls. Could you give a description of what a ghoul is? Your character saw ghouls once in his life. And from his memory, he remembers that they were writhing, wretched, pale creatures with ghastly humanoid appearances. Strong enough to catch a spear that bound in its chest, pull it out and impale and nearly kill the 
guards folk that came with us. In the end, while we charged forth and kept trudging through on a just a regular old hunt, my friend Fowlin met his end at a deer, no less. To be fair, these things are huge. I describe it. It's, a, it's like a 10-foot tall deer. We we lost the courage to go on and returned. Now, see, Molly, why couldn't you lead with something like that? I was about to. Well, you haven't been doing that for an entire day. Ugh. Literally anyone could have said, ah, oh, scary flesh-eating monsters with pale skin, giant deer that are three times your size. Well, I was about to. It would have come up eventually, I'm sure. Yeah, when you come screaming back here as one of you is being eaten alive. Well, fine. What do we need to prepare then? Because we are going out. We need answers. He gestures to all of you except for Finavir. He says, do you see what you're wearing? Yes. Do you see? They're called clothes, Amali. You also have them on. All right. Now, I want you to take that big, thick head of yours. (laughs) (laughs) And turn it and look at Finavir. Do you see what Finnevere's wearing? You don't have to wear exactly what he's wearing, okay? I, he's got his own fashion. I, I know what he's referring to, and I slowly taste. pull out of my bag that I haven't been wearing my Mithril chain vest and start playing with it a little bit. You mean that thing he didn't have on until two seconds ago? Okay. I had it on in the forest, and you should have known. You see what he's holding there? Sure. It is called armor. They used to have to wear it back in the days. Okay, not back in the days. This is today. Okay, back in our time... We'd reached a more civilized era where people didn't have to wear armor anymore. Back in our time. Back in our time. This is your time. What are you talking about? Okay, it is very apparent that things have progressed on a drastic scale through time. and We have not. For instance, the ruinous building that we woke up in, in our era, was pristine, metal, fine, clean, structurally sound and is now dilapidated the likes of, is, uh, it, uh, in such a manner that is very indicative of thousands of years passing. Yeah, that's what a lot of people who go into the Darkwood for too long come out saying, oh, I saw this amazing city, and the city was made of solid metal, and it was shiny, and it was beautiful. Well, I mean, not all of it was made of metal. Some of it was made of plaster, and a lot of it was made with brick. That is the elephant in the room. I did mean to tell you... Uh, eventually about your story is a bit far-fetched i'm still on the fence but there's a lot to be seen here you may want to shelve that version of your own story additionally what specifics do you need to be convinced surely mad people with ravings can't give you specific dates times locations finally drawn out maps well yeah that's the problem you don't have any evidence. Finely drawn out map. I put a topographical map of New York State in front of his face. Okay, that could be drawn by any lunatic. I've Does this dr- look dr- hand drawn to you? No, I it's have... machine printed. Back where we're from. I had a classmate who had fantasy maps. We used them for a fun game with dice. <laughs> so you're telling me my entire family was just some delusion? That I don't have two kids and a wife back home waiting for me somewhere, somewhere. You probably do. I don't know where you're from. I don't know why you were in the forest. I, I, I'm just saying, we're, well, rather, we're just saying, aside from the far-fetchedness of our story, do we seem crazy? Do we seem a, a folk incapable of reason? Do you really want me to answer that question? I'll answer it for you, yes. We are capable of following logic, and we've displayed that. Yes, 
So while our story may sound unhinged, do we really seem like we're incapable of grasping the gravity of situations? You've explained to us the danger and we now understand. You previously had not explained the danger. What's this? I put up my glove and I, I just levitate uh, an object from my inventory. I'll, I'll levitate a whistle. Okay, you levitate a whistle. It's levitating. What do you call this? A whistle. <laughs> the object or what you're doing? What I'm doing right now. Moving your hand in a motion with a whistle. I push the whistle towards him with a point. I have some string in the ceiling or something. I don't know. I never cared for magic much. Keep poking with it. It's poking you in the face. Benavir, you don't want to keep that up. I can promise you that. Tell me what this is. It's a whistle. <laughs> it's magic. I told you I never cared much for petty parlor tricks. Yeah, but I think he's more on terms with Harry Potter than Chris Angel is what he's getting at. Oh, you're a hairy wizard. Good for you. <laughs> Regardless of where, when you're from, I honestly don't care about that. What I care about is people like you going out into the forest and dying and me having to find your body and clean it up. It's not something I enjoy doing. Then where would you rather us go or what wait, should we wait, do? Wait, you you go into the forest to collect dead bodies. No. And you say, wear them at once messed up in the head. No, I, I don't go into the forest to collect you dead bodies. You know what he meant. Shame on you, Smoot. There's nothing to actually say you have to go get our dead bodies if we were to die. Messed. It was a metaphor. I'm aware, but still. <sighs> Look. If it's a metaphor, use a better metaphor. If you're not familiar with the things of this world, it actually might be better for you to stay back or find something else to do less dangerous. Then what is your recommendation? If you really want to go back out into the forest, then you better find a way to get out there. And the best way to do that is to become a seeker yourself. The Seekers Guild can help you prepare for that. Now there is a recommendation. Now there is your attitude. Take it back and shove it down your pile. To be fair, you hadn't provided an alternative until now. You've just been saying, don't do it. You didn't ask. We've asked countless times what we should do, where we should go. You say, don't do it. We say, then what should we do? And you just say, don't do it. You're, uh, we're, we're making progress here. Where do we apply for the Seekers Guild then? Go to the reliquary where Liam is. Give him this and tell him that you found it and that you want to become Seekers. He'll get you started. He gets up, he goes to a cabinet, and he pulls out a small metal-looking object that is round, and it has different tiers to it, but it glows a little bit, and it has, like, this kind of futuristic pattern on its body. That's the only way I can describe it. I don't know. Like, there's, there's these, like, angular lines. They're really cool-looking. Is it, like, overall disc shape? Yeah, but it's like three tiers of it. Like almost like how a telescope expands. This looks like it expands and goes back down. But it's overall like mostly round. flat and round? No, it's almost like a pyramid in that way. Like it's, it has three tiers So like to a it. pyramid of rings like like, yes. like like a children's toy? Kind of, kind of like, like that kind of shape. The children's toy where it's like rings on it. Yeah. Like that kind, kind of, of shape. No, no, no. Even better. Um, Think of like that tic-tac-toe game you guys have, except for the fact that they're solid layers and that they would sit on top of each other. So it's like that it's toy like that kids put those rings on. Oh, it's like, it's okay. It's like a cake. Yeah. But a spinning, spherical. But a spinning cake. So wait, each of the... They spin individually. Each of the discs spins. Yeah. And rotate to make a perfect sphere. But I want to spin the middle one. Okay. You take it and you spin the middle ring. Stop that. Why? What does it do? You really want to call something from the forest in here? Why would it do that? 
Because that's what it does? Why wouldn't you tell us that before you handed it? Especially to Taylor. Well, I can't. Of all people. <laughs> he took it from me. What do you want from me? Not I mean, I didn't like snatch it. it from him, but I, I received it from him. You received it from him? Not to let him have it. That's what. Oh, that's a, that's pretty cool looking. What what exactly is that? It's a relic. Amali just sighs and gestures to you as you say that. You know, the more that Amali talks about this, I think he may be right. Again, ignorance versus being crazy. No, no, ignorance is the major problem. <laughs> the being crazy is... I'm not disagreeing. Uh, uh, I've heard some crazy stuff today. I want to know more. <laughs> Out for judgment. I would prefer not to have my arm eaten off by a zombie, or whatever you called it. You mean ghouls? That I don't know what a zombie is, but... Basically flesh-eating creatures. But they were fantastical and make-believe in our world. Well... That, where we're from. Amali just much. makes eye contact with you, Finnevere. I mean, there were cannibals, but like zombies were a different thing. They, Look, they, they were fiction. People put them, the people wrote about them in books. Could you like, make up stories? I, I don't mind helping you people. And I'm sure you've seen, we've done great lengths to help you so far. But if you could do us a favor and not sully our reputation with potentially crazy arguments without reason. Look, I'm still on the fence. I would love to believe that you're from another time. I would love to hear about such a time and apply what that could mean for our world. If it really was so fantastic in different ways, maybe it could even help this world if you knew enough. But until such a time, if we could keep that on the uh, down low. All right. And just to emphasize on what Finnevere's saying, don't be saying crazy stuff to random people. Because if it wasn't Finnevere or I, I don't know what they would have done to you. They might have just killed you on the spot. Because that happens a lot. Well, it does. sounds like a real civilized society. There's a reason why I didn't leave Teba for many years. <laughs> so he's could have led with a lot of this a lot earlier. You never asked. I don't know. Generally, when people's lives are in danger, when they just merely speak things, I, I tend to give them a heads up or a warning. So, I thought you were crazy. Your memory would come back. You're eventually. going to... The reliquary. Amali just immediately says, no. Cece, no. I was just saying I could take them there. No. Given the display of your timidness in presence of the, uh, <clears throat> how shall we tastefully say this? Thugs at the bar last night. They went that bad. I I'm going to side with Amali here. <laughs> she scowls at you. Mm, you're no fun. Besides the point, they might not even be in the town. So it wouldn't matter. She shrugs. The place might not be in the town where the it is. thugs. Oh, the thugs. I was the one with the thick head. All right. Well, if this is the next step to going out into the forest, David, do you even care to join? Uh, he sits up, brushes himself off. I wouldn't mind coming along just to see what it is that we'd have to do to get into this Seeker's Guild. What kind of benefits there would be? Kelsey, I am assuming you're coming as well. Absolutely. Miss, are you awake? Was he coherent no. enough for half the conversation? What yes. was her reaction to the description of the ghouls? I want you to actually roll a perception check. Keep asking me to make perception <laughs> checks. <laughs> Twelve. Keep, keeps rolling low. She didn't really seem to be paying too much attention when you said something about ghouls and were describing it. It almost seems like she kind of maybe lost interest in the hmm. conversation, but you're not really sure. Fearless woman. <laughs> or unobservant. Either way, just like my mother. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Amali gets up from the table. All right. Are you going to the reliquary? Is there anything else we should know before we head out? Oh, yes. Titans, the thousand feet tall, and smash you if they see you. Another thing we <laughs> should have known about. Uh, Titans are probably a myth. <laughs> <laughs> Amali also just laughs. <laughs> no, you have no right to do that. <laughs> Shut up, Taylor. Seriously. <laughs> he got you good. Taylor, we were literally just told zombies exist and you're rolling out giants. You know, he poked you with a flying pen. It was a whistle. It was a whistle. Shut up. <laughs> In all seriousness, and I'm the dense one. In all seriousness, Mr. Smoot, I have heard tales and fantasy about several creatures and. But one day, someone strolls into town with wounds or a missing limb and obvious marks of such a creature with a tail to boot. Fantasy could be reality. We never know what's out there. Finn really hasn't experienced too much out in the forest, but I will say there are things out there in the dark wood that you would lose sleep over. Because we'd be dead? No, I think you would be able to sleep a really long time if you were dead. No, this is the stuff that would drive you mad. I mean, all right, well, everyone who's going, let's get going. We're just burning daylight at this point. Onward! I'll take you there as close as I can get. If Liam sees me with you, he won't believe that you found it yourselves. This is very important. You are the ones that found it. Fair enough. Should we know what it does first? No, nah, no. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So what are we going to say? We wandered out into the forest and found this. We woke up in an abandoned building and rummaged Finavir, through Finnevere, please things. take them I, with you. And no, I just, no, I, no, that sounds I give like him a light crazy. smack on the cheek. <laughs> and That's put my finger up to his finger. No. Charm. What do you mean no? <laughs> he told us not to talk crazy. How was that crazy talk? All right, all right. Do you want Charles. to get accepted? <laughs> what? Do you want to get accepted to the Seekers Guild? Whatever's easiest. Charles, Let's let's put it this way. If we keep quiet on where we originally came from, for just a little bit at least, we can learn more about the world we're in right now, and then we can start finding out what happened to us. I wasn't planning on saying I'm from New York. I was just planning on saying we went out to the forest. There was an abandoned building. We rummaged through it. We found random objects. It looked like the voodoo stick that's in here, so we figured we could sell it. That's my boy. That's basically what I said. Nah, you said we woke up in some place. Maybe we took a nap. Does it matter? We'll do great. (laughs) (laughs) Amali gets up and he starts heading towards the door. He says, come on, you're going to have a few things you have to do before you go and see the guy at the reliquary. You need to suit up. Yeah, I'm assuming we need some kind of armor. Yeah. Doesn't that require funds? Which we do not have. I'll pay for you. I just hold up my little bag of coins that I still have. Amali takes you all down to the blacksmith and the market. He allows you to pick out one weapon of choice, but you can also pick out generic armor. When you go to the blacksmith, uh, Alan, you do receive your weapon, but she does hand you a spear and she says, I got your weapon done, sir. I'm sorry. I didn't have time to shape out the metal, so I had to make a few accommodations for now. So she gives you back two of your coins. She says, I only had enough time to come up with a spear. I had too many orders, and I do apologize for that. Fair enough. So you do get a spear with a dark wood handle, kind of like how dark like all the buildings are. Hey, uh, I'm Molly. So I was thinking, right? Uh-huh. I'm not exactly the strongest guy out there. But I do know my way around some medicine. You think there's any way I could 
anything that could help me with starting up on that. Are you a healer? I mean, you could say that. He just scratches his forehead for a moment. And you're good at making... Drugs. Okay. So, maybe we'll go check out Marnie's place. She might have something you can use there. Oh, that might be a good idea then. So, while you all are getting your stuff, we're going to go to Marnie's herbalist shop really quick. Amali takes you over to the herbalist shop while everyone else is getting themselves dressed in their new gear and suiting up and things that they're not really familiar with. And you're also feeling a little awkward in this new gear that's on your body and it's just kind of weird. Do you feel cool? Do you feel weird? I don't know. I don't know, man. Strange. That's what I thought. All right. So he walks you over and he says, after you. All right. I'll walk inside. Okay, have fun. He closes the door behind you. I'll be out here. Come out when you're done. He was smooth jazz. Roll a perception check. Ten. You see in the back the young woman who's about your age at the table grinding away with her mortar and pistol. (laughs) Don't worry, it's going to get worse. (laughs) (laughs) Wording. (laughs) Don't worry. It's going to get worse. Molly did not tell me what I was going in here for, actually. I'd have no idea why I'm here. <laughs> I really don't know what I need to be asking for. You can open the door and ask him. It's not locked. He just said, I'll be out here. What does Marnie look like again? She has blonde hair that is kept in short, like low pigtails, very large glasses that cover her, almost her entire face. She has a little apron that covers her chest and her waist as well. That's adorable. Right, so I'm going to open the door up. I'm going to poke my head out and sort of whisper to Amali, Hey, we mm. weren't. The idea was to not sound like we're crazy, and I don't know what I'm asking for. All right. If you're going in there and you say you're good with drugs and making medicine, I suppose, you could ask her for, like, a brewing kit or something like that. Brewing kit. Got brewing it. kit. Just go. Go. Marnie's a very nice girl. Go up to her. Just be oh, like, yeah, I, w- I was here the other day. She had she helped me learn a little bit of the written language here. She's very good with that. Yeah, no, just go ask her for a brewing kit. Got it. You, you can got do this. it, Senku. We you believe in this. you. <laughs> One might say she has a way with words. Just, just both thumbs up as he slides back inside the room. Amali's like doing like a really weird half smile. Like he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Why am I being so nice? <laughs> Al secretly has 20 points into charisma. (laughs) (laughs) So you scoot your way in. Roll a reflex really quick. Gosh, die. I will not be dying today. 20. You feel yourself as you back up, almost back into a wooden shelving unit, and you stop yourself before you accidentally knock it over. It, It rocks a little bit, and you hear the glass clinking. And Marnie looks up. Oh, oh, you're back, I see. Hi. What kind of chemical reactions can we get into today? Oh, God. <laughs> Hold on. I have to I have to think about how he's going to handle someone <laughs> like this. Trying to decide whether or not whether or not Mest is just like uninterested in other people in that sort of way. No touch a kiss. This, <laughs> this is your chance to get freaky with what it. you need. <laughs> Oh, we were yeah, have, your <laughs> have your needs met. Have your needs met. 
<laughs> She's just sitting there at the table, her fingers poised, and she looks very happy and pleased to see you. Okay. Poised uh, and ready to pounce. <laughs> what do poised fingers look like? Like like resting on the desk. Like resting, poised. Ready to pounce. Ready to pounce. Oh, I was not ready for Mama Bimsy 2.0. <laughs> It never happened in the last thing. I'm making it happen now. Gosh darn it. Uh. You are forever haunted by flirtatious women. Wait, just play the Luffy card. You win. <laughs> Maximum aloofness. Chemical reactions is actually a great way to put it. I was looking for a brewery kit or a brewing kit. Oh, will I have something like that here? Would you like me to fetch it for you? Yes, please. Oh, very well. I'll be back soon. She gets up and she, uh, well, she's already standing up, so she moves away from her table and goes into the back room. Then you hear her rifling around back there for a few moments. And she comes back up uh, with a small brown box. And she says, this is one of my last of the uh, kits that I have. I haven't had any more uh, delivered recently, but I'll sell it to you for a good price. That would be amazing. How much would you like for it? It would be 15 silver. I'm selling it to you for a good price. Normally it's a bit more expensive, but for you. I only have seven You hear the door open and some little clink of metal on the floor. The door closes really quickly. (laughs) Just inner monologue. Gee, thanks, Amali. Okay, we'll pick it it up and... (laughs) place some money. She <laughs> takes it from you very gingerly <laughs> and counts it. The kit is yours. Okay, just so we can be be certain here, was it all of, did all of it come from Amali or am I counting some of Amali mine? gave everybody 15 per. Okay. okay. Alright, well, thank you. <laughs> well, I hope to see you again soon. I'll try and stop by. She waves as you leave. Alright, congratulations, you're all geared up. Yeah, my AC is a 13 now. Some Yay. of us with a little bit more emotional guilt than others. <laughs> yeah, let's see you soon. So Molly walks you guys closer to the building and he says, all right, this is as far as I go. You see that down there? And he points. Tallish building that's kind of in the middle of all the other buildings that look very similar. The big one that's really heckin' obvious? No, the, no, that's not the right one. That That's the town hall. What are you oh. looking at? No, Apparently no, no. not the right building. No, trust me. You you will know when you see it. Any of you been there before? Has it got weird stuff like this? Yes. Inside. If we can find it. I think. Oh, one last thing. Whatever you do. Don't mention you. Yes, but whatever you do, keep that away from a bunch of the other stuff in there. Don't let the weird thing touch the other weird things. Get close enough. Yeah, just don't be within a certain amount of distance that would be like, you know, able to touch it in any way, shape, or form. I'll put this in terms of uh, why didn't you tell me that earlier. Don't let them get close to each other because bad stuff could happen. We don't know what kind of bad stuff because it's always different. 
Good As in know. each individual reaction is always different or just different items behave differently with other items? Well, they probably all have different unique properties. It could be different. If parts. I put the same two items together, do I get the same reaction every time? I don't know. I've never done it before because it, it's dangerous. They say that about, at most, only three of them should be carried at the same time. All right. Fair enough. So don't be chucking it like a football. Oh, wait. I can't say that. <laughs> A football. Mon- you kick it with your feet. In Duh. a monologue, I want to touch all of them together. <laughs> I want to lick them all. No, not lick them. Just touch them all together and find out what happens. So the building that he points to, he does like make a very clear like path, and he tells you, go straight down, turn left after you pass the second building, and you'll find it. It'll be gotcha. pretty obvious. Uh, before we get there, I will uh, tie to woe our... Uh, Oh yeah, flowered to- friend here. I don't know. Would he still be flowered at this point? Yes, absolutely. I never clean myself. Uh, off. We want to look seasoned, but not like that. <laughs> I never <laughs> like, like with how much travel, and he's now changed his outfit. Did I, I didn't really change my outfit. Change. Did you I not mean, put the armor on? I put it on on top of my clothes. He probably just brushed okay, himself but, off a but little. But doing that would cause it to shake loose at least a good bit. I mean, some of it, yeah, but like, if you don't actively dust flour out of your yeah, clothes, no, that is he's, really he's fine stuff. That will deep seed itself into all of your clothes and not come out until you try to get it out. Con- yes. Congratulations, all non-living matter parts of you have been magically cleaned. Yay! Woo! So, your for your spell failure. Oh. So. <laughs> Thank you. As you guys get close to the building, you see that it is it is very similar to the other buildings that are around it. Although this one is a bit longer and taller than the other ones. But the strangest thing about this is the abnormally sized door that goes into it. Is it big? It's very tall. It's like almost a singular door frame and so a little like, bit wider. It's like normal wide, but like... Just a little bit wider. But like double tall? Mm-hmm. Maybe not double tall, but it is taller. Like you walk into it and you're like, this doesn't feel right. Something about it just doesn't feel right. That's a weird door. And as you guys enter... Roll your perceptions. 11. 17. 21. 23. Anybody that rolled higher than a 15, you'll, I'll give you a little bit more in a second. Everybody else, we all see the following. As you enter the building, you see that there is a dark hallway. There's some sconces on the walls, like flame torches that are lit. But it goes in for a little bit, and it almost seems to start to slope downward into the ground as you walk in. Oh, ominous. <laughs> smells like profit. <laughs> The walls inside seem almost black. And as you go in further, you finally break through and you kind of are overwhelmed by a bunch of things that you see. You see dark shelves lining the walls and most of them appear to be empty. But you also see something that almost reminds you of like glass covers over these shelves and different parts of them are sectioned off. And you see two brazers at the center of the room towards the back as you come through the hallway and you all see that there is a table there and there's a person. The people who rolled higher than 15, you see that this person, something's not right about them. Something about their physique doesn't appear right because in the shadows of the light, you see that they're hunched over and as they sit up, you see that their height is very, very tall, much taller than any of you. But anybody else, you all just see this person and it's very dark in here. It's hard to see overall everything else because there's barely any light. Like literally low light uh, conditions minus two perception low light conditions. Mm -hmm. Okay. I proceed down the hallway. 
All right. You proceed down the hallway. I don't follow. Wait, wait, am I supposed to be here? Because I'm only yes. an initiate. Yes, you're fine to go in. Do I know this guy's name? Have I seen him before? No, you have not been here before. Oh, that's right. First time. I approach the table. All right. You approach the table. Am I capable of, of observing that this man is tall? Now that you've gotten closer, you do see that this person is much larger than your average human body. You, sir, are very tall. Huh? He turns as you say that. Why, hello. Salutation. How may I help you? Well, you see, my friend and I were wandering through the woods outside this here town, and uh, before we ended up finding ourselves here, we found this in a ruined sort of building. So as you all, I guess, approach the table like Alan did, Mm -hmm. okay, you see that this figure appears to be standing up. He looks like he's about eight feet tall, but he's hunched over as well, and his shoulders curve inward. And you see that he ha- his face, something isn't right about it. It's hidden in the shadows from the lighting. And it's can't really make it out. His face appears longer than it should be. And he holds his hands very loosely in front of himself, like a frail old person. Uh, can I sense motive if this guy is dangerous? Sure. I will also do the same. I'm going to trust a Motley. He sent us here. Five. Nice. Because my wisdom's a negative one. Uh... Total of 20. Okay. Alan, you have no idea whether or not this person should be trustworthy or not. You're just looking at them and it's a big person. Oh my gosh. He could hurt me. He could hurt all of us. Or he could be nice. I'm not sure. He could be a jolly green giant. Yeah. (laughs) You sense, Vinavir, that this person, this very giant creature, is gentle and kind and would not hurt you. Oh, I see. He reaches down and he stretches out his hand. And you notice that on his right hand that he reaches out to you, he only has two fingers. Are they big fingers? (laughs) (laughs) They're big fingers, but he only has two of them. And it does look like there should have been fingers where the other ones were missing. Kelsey is standing back behind Mr. Smoot. Just stay calm and composed. Yep. Is is he like holding his hands out for me to hand him the object? Yes. I guess I'll hand it to him. We were told if we were interested in going into the forest, we should request to become seekers and we could find more of these. As you're saying that, he takes up the relic to his face and lifts it up a little bit and seems to be observing in the light. And you do see as he turns his head a little bit that his face almost elongates outward, almost like a horse's face. But it's like smooth, still like a person's skin. I see. And you found this yourselves. Yes. In the ruins. In the woods. Ah, do you know what this is? Oh, that's why we brought it here. Well, I don't know its particular properties, but I know it's some sort of weird artifact of sorts. I see. You were told this was a good place to bring strange artifacts. Yes, it is. I like the spinny thing. Yes, but I don't recommend spinning it while you're in here. This is used to call beasts from the forest, and he places it down on the table very gingerly. I am Leomor. It is a pleasure to meet you. And he extends the hand that only has two fingers out to you, and he keeps his other one. I tucked. will heartily, but gingerly, heartily, give him a hand, but gingerly, give him a handshake and say, "Please to make your acquaintance." The fingers strangely wrap around your hand and shake back. They like wrap around from the top side, so it's almost like he's got his pinky and his um in- index finger. Taylor's gonna keep himself composed on the outside but on the inside he's gonna be freaking out like what the heck ah! oh my god that hand is big 
And David comes over and he's just observing it. Oh my god, what did you eat? Wheaties? I hear they make you big. <laughs> Is everyone in America that's rude? I'll say quietly. <laughs> oh, I'm not, not commenting on someone's large stature considered rude. I apologize. I was not trying to be rude. I think he's a rather interesting fellow. I'm sorry. I know that I can be a little intimidating. I apologize. And he kind of starts to sink down. He's just slowly starting to shrink. Well, no, he's trying I'm to still sit. shaking his hand. But he he like he lets go. Oh. But he like as he sits, you can see he's just moving so slowly. But you can feel almost like his movements. And as he sits down, you just feel the ground shake a little bit. Real quick, can I clarify? His name was Liamor? Liamor. Liam. Or wait, wait, wait. Liamor. 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 Okay. And Amali called him Liam. But yes, I did not always look this way. It is unfortunate. It is a curse from the forest, and I must live with it. So, what are you looking for in exchange for the device? We were informed that if we brought this here to you, we would be able to join the Seekers Guild. Ah. I seek training and teachings on the ways and instruction on how to handle these devices and how to seek them out. Again, he puts his hand on the table and he slowly stands back up, pushing off a bit. If you wish to become seekers, I ask you one question. Are you prepared to risk everything you have ever loved, ever known? Anything that you could be could end in a moment. Well, I ain't got much to lose, so I'm gonna say yeah. And the rest of you? The reason why I must go out there is for what I know and love. I need to find my brother. What is the benefit of becoming a seeker, eh? Davida's my spirit animal. <laughs> Liamor looks at him. The benefit depends on how you look at things. The benefit could be exponential or it could be worthless. Some people enjoy receiving the extra funds. Some people enjoy the adventures. And some people simply seek power. What is it that you seek? Knowledge. And cool crap. I was going to say that is very... Profound. And then he had to ruin it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It is hard to think clearly these days. I feel much slower. He's just looking at you all. So, if you wish to become seekers, then I offer you a quest. Quest? In order to become a seeker initiate, you must complete a quest. Of what nature? Why don't, Finnevere, why don't you make a knowledge local really quick for me? Nine. You don't recall ever having to complete a quest when you became an initiate, and you're not sure why you didn't have to. Do I have a, a, a like some sort of insignia that tells me I'm an initiate? Yes, you do. I look at it and put it back. <laughs> <laughs> you are the, one of the lucky few who managed to slip through the administrative cracks. You could tell all that at a glance? <laughs> that was so saying wise. it as a player. Oh. And why were you using why your character's you voice? Was I? Yes. yes! Oh. <laughs> Oops. The quest is simple. The barrier protecting this village needs to be recharged. I have three power cores that need to be replaced. And he pulls out underneath of his table. He lifts up a bin and its walls are made of glass and it has like these wooden plank dividers in it and you see these blue orbs being held inside of glass and they almost have like the 
flat, rounded ends. These are the power cores that need to be placed in the receptors around the village. Be careful with them. If I, I, they break... I, Taylor would be I, reaching I cough these. next is, to is, Smoot. Is Smoot going to let Taylor... Oh, no, absolutely not. I would, I would smack your hand immediately. <laughs> you guys all are just wide-eyed at these things. You've never seen anything like this before. They are brilliant blue like fire on the inside. And it dances around. And we notice Alan starting to reach for it. And both Smoot <laughs> and Al. smack his hand. Just, just, just both of his wrists just get grabbed. Reflexively just smack. Kelsey steps forward. Are they safe to touch? Yes, dear child, they are. As long as you're not a moron like this man. <laughs> he reaches his hand out as she reaches out hers. And he takes her hand and he places it on the top. They are safe to touch. Are they warm? They, they feel cold. There's no heat from it at all. Old fire. Neat. That's coming from someone who has LED light bulbs. <laughs> okay, okay, no. First of all, that's fireless light, not heatless light. Second of all, cold fire is still a cool thing. Oh, yeah. I warn you, however, do be careful when you take out the old cores. The surgist leeches may smell it, and they may come. How do we dispose of the old cores? Bring them back here. Uh, could we get some directions as to where the uh, cores would be located? He stands up and he takes a stick that almost looks like more like a staff, but it's so short in his hand that it looks like a twig. And mm. he takes and he starts to draw in the ground and you realize the floor is made of dirt. And he starts to draw and he draws a circle and then he points and he says... These are the locations of the receptacles. One is to the north of the hill, the other to the south. The third is to the east, towards the forest. If the forest is to the east, then what's to the west of the, more <coughs> forest. Of the village? There is more forest. More forest. And plains. Just kind of implied that the forest was towards the east and something else was not. It's, it's a different east. forest. It's there's two different there overthinking. <laughs> there is forest to the north. To the south, it is more clear. To the west, more plains than forest. I am giving as simple directions as I can to not overwhelm you. I know my appearance has done such. Ah, you're fine. Alan's just a little slow on the uptake. You kidding me? You're fantastic. Is there anything else that you might need from me? Uh, I just want to know something. Did he take his item? Yeah. And not give it it's back. on the desk. Okay. He never took it, took it. He just put it on the desk in front. Would I know through context clues whether or not it's supposed to stay behind or we're supposed to take it with us? It would be a context clue that it should stay. Okay. It was, it was kind of inferred that it was being taken he, as payment. He set it off to the side. Uh, he, did, he did say in exchange for this item. How long do we have to recharge the cores? It is best to get it done as soon as you possibly can. Then we leave it at once! Ah, wait a minute, Finnevere. We have some energetic ones with us. You you mentioned something about Sergis leeches. Uh, I'm, I don't believe any of us are particularly familiar with them. What are we... Can I roll to be familiar? Sure, roll a knowledge nature. I'll take my once a day bardic knowledge 20 check. I don't think you have that yet. I don't? No, no. that is a level five ability. I apologize. You're good. When he hits five. Are you allowed to take 10 on knowledge checks? 
Uh, I don't think you're allowed to take 10 on a knowledge check unless you're trained in it, which he is. I rolled a, a total 20. Hey! So, Benavir, uh, you may choose to explain this to your compatriots in a moment, but you've heard of these things, that they are attracted to the uh, power that is inside of these power sources uh, and many other objects, which is why things like reliquaries exist, where they keep them underground where they can be kept safe and away. But you also know that these things can smell this power source from miles away, and they will travel very quickly to get there. I see. Do I know where about, like, do they hide underground? They do burrow. You burrow. Yes, they do okay. burrow and usually travel underground. And leeches may not be the best term. Like, it's a good term for what they do. It's like a slug. But they're more like worms because of how they go under the ground. Are they huge like like likes like from Zelda? No, not huge. They are, I believe, medium creatures. And so, like a like a dog. But you also know that they are made of metal. Oh no. What? <laughs> they're machines. Oh, you you I, I didn't explain anything yet. I will explain. Well, what I do know about these things is they they tend to smell these types of power source from miles away, so our best bet would be doing this quickly and getting back. Like, now yeah, we'll probably not see them at all. Maybe. Such optimism. Wish we could all be so blissfully thinking. Th th uh, thinking, thinking? And if we do, just watch the ground. Okay. I hope you smash one of the power cores at your toes. Well, if they're just leeches, that they must be small then, so... I mean, shouldn't be a big, big, big deal. Okay, big deal. Finevere is gesturing the size. Okay, so a big deal. Okay. The size I mean, they're just leeches. Small dog. They should be pretty squishy and easy to dispose of. Do they typically yes. come in packs? Yes, because all leeches are known to travel in hung bloodthirsty packs. Finavir knows that this is called, if they come in more than one, it's called a Ganon. <laughs> the like likes. The like like likenesses. Uh, I will convey this. If they do come in a pack, they are called a Ganon, I think. A Ganon? Weird. But okay. Well, let us not waste any more of Lemore's time. We should probably get going. All right. Please be careful and return when you have replaced the power cores. Please do not break them. They are invaluable to the survival of this village. Will do. We'll be back two shakes of a lamb tail and I'll put my fist out for a fist bump. I don't know what that means, but all right. And he takes his hand and he reaches out. The two fingers are out, but there's no fingers in between. So he reaches over and he grabs your hand with the two fingers and shakes. Because <laughs> you're trying to do a fist bump and he doesn't understand. Don't they have a case? It is in a glass case with a handle. And the case has little separated partitions like made of this black dark wood. Or not black, but this dark wood. I don't know about you. Since Amali made us get all this gear, I'm feeling uh, a little bogged down. I wouldn't mind dropping some stuff back off at uh, Cece's house. Um, once we walk out of here, we could start the attraction. It's possible, but not entirely likely. So we might as well start with uh, the quickest possible route. I start muttering to myself, trying to figure out what the quickest possible route of place to place. Would be a knowledge geography. I will also roll a knowledge geography. 22. Hmm. Rolling hot tonight. 15. Are we going to argue? <laughs> All right. What is the quickest way, including going to Cece's house? I'm not calculating that. 
Quentin, are you like at like above light capacity? Yes, I'm above light capacity. But what's your strength? My strength's of 13. Hey, Snow, how heavy is that uh, alchemy kit? 24 pounds. Holy cow. I'm pretty sure I'm currently under a heavy load. Okay, hold on. You might want to buy later. No, no, no. What I'm trying to say I is, I, I said alchemist kit, but the alchemist kit comes with like everything starting gear wise, like backpack, bedroll, belt pouch, flint and steel. I don't mean that. I'm just talking about your stuff that you need to make potions. You also got a little booklet, so your formula booklet is in there. Yes. Um, Beginners so, guide, how to. So what am I looking at? Like maybe maybe ten pounds. I need to buy a cart. I'm, I'm definitely Eventually. at at least medium load right now. Hey, 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 I can carry your backpack. Oh, gee, thanks. We're going to say that the box itself, like with all of the equipment that you would need, because I think that'd be, this is more fair, will make it 10 pounds because it's a wooden box with glass vials inside of it, small glass vials, but okay. it won't have everything that you need. 10 pounds plus 15 pound armor? The, the armor was 15, right? Can I use my craft sketch to try to draw out a crude map? Which way are we going? So I can argue with Muta as to where we go. If you're worried about carrying things, give me your bag. Sure. Here you go. Done. Okay. I'm carrying Quentin's stuff. All right. I so, can carry his stuff and my stuff and still not be at capacity. So going towards the hill actually would probably take the longest time. So that would be south, then north, and then east. But when we go east, we would hit CC's house on the way, right? How do you think you're going south and then backtracking all the way north is faster than going there before going east? Um... Which one are we currently closest oh, that, to? That, that is going around in a circle. Unless we're closer north. We're starting in the center. Why would I go south, backtrack halfway to be where I already am, to then go north, to then go east? Smooth. Wait, if we it's have a to go south because and it, then make a semicircle. Regardless of which one we go to in which order, if we go around in a circle... We have to traverse the same amount of time. Um, There's the same amount of distance um, anyway. Kelsey Whether we go south first or north from the south point last. In character, I do this to you. He covers your lips with his finger. Um, Kelsey raises her hand and says, wouldn't it be faster going just through tangent lines so straight instead of arcing around in general? And if it's a triangle, wouldn't that make it more of an isometric triangle, which means that it would be equal distant from each location? She's got you there. Get math on. Common core math. <laughs> I didn't take calculus. So, ha. What does that have to do with calculus? This is simple geometry. Self it is. Onward. <laughs> uh, what did you say I failed then? But that's only assuming this is isometric. Okay. Common core <laughs> failed. I still me. suggest that we wrap the glass case inside of a uh, bag. Do you plan uh, on an idiot dropping it? It's just in case. It's a case just in case. It's got a case just in case. Well, in case is, the case. It is made of glass, and that is wood. So if you dropped it, nothing would absorb that impact. So uh, don't we drop could it. situate it in my backpack around all the stuff, the squishy oh. stuff oh. that I have. Squish, squishy stuff. But that's, it is pretty heavy. It's made of glass. I mean, like like literally how heavy? Because it, it it's I like twenty pounds. I'm already carrying smooth stuff. So I'm 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 not I'm not gonna carry that too. Who took the glass thing? Because if nobody took it, David would have David would have taken it. I I thought I, I, I thought it. it's I thought valuable. I'm it. attracted okay. to it. Now I'm gonna put this Snatches. in real simple terms. This case fragile, don't break ye. Fragile is Spanish. I, I took Spanish. It's not Spanish. I don't believe, not Spanish. I don't believe either of you. I'm I'm sorry. I I've been around Cece for a little bit. 
too long. Okay. I, Smoot will very carefully of that. hand the glass case to Taylor. Do not break 21. it or Wait, play Finivier, with it. Finivier already said he took the glass case earlier. Yeah, you'd have was, to get you don't I was going to also, hey, if, you can also if he was going to hand it to Alan, I was going to say, you know, I would feel better if you carried it rather than Alan, considering he's already carrying your other stuff. Well, Finnevere's already carrying it. I got it. You can carry my backpack and I can carry this. I'm already carrying Smoot's backpack. Then Smoot can carry my backpack. What? Let the young buck do it. He's already carrying your backpack. Do you need help, Mr. Finnevere? I, I can help you. Kelsey reaches out a hand. Is, is there anything I can help with? Like, take? Uh, how, mu- how much does your yeah, bag Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, it's like, you seem trustworthy. Please guard this as if you're guarding our lives. Because you basically are. I can't afford this. So you Literally. hand the glass yep. container over to Kelsey, and Kelsey takes it. And she it just depends. Looks- actually, no, it depends on what I get on my 21 cents motive check when she said that she hung around Cece, and that's why she's energetic. You do believe that she's being honest, that she just feels like she's been around Cece for a little while, and... She's, she's a very things. trustworthy girl from what you've seen. All right, so you hand it over to her and she says, oh, oh, okay. Um, all right, I won't drop it. I got this. Would you rather the backpack? She looks at the giant bag on your back. I don't know which one's more intimidating, honestly. I, I can do this. about 50 pounds. I, I can do this. This, is, this shouldn't be a problem. What's her strength, mod? I think it's just a 10. I don't have to carry 20 pounds. She's stronger than me. <laughs> <laughs> Most in newborn infants are stronger than you, Zach. Yeah, it, it's a 10. Okay. Does that mean she doesn't do damage for punching people? Zach does negative damage for punching well, people. He, he, he heals them. Make a perception check really quick. That's how I'll heal you all punch you. <laughs> the two? Two. <laughs> 19. Two. My rolls are so hot today, it's unbelievable. You said 23? You want me perception check? The Zekka? Uh, 11. 19. All right. My Finevere and Charles Smoot, you two, you notice on Kelsey's side, there seems to be a small implement sheathed on the side now. A small dagger. She's got a knife. She's got She's a knife. Back in <laughs> it also appears that she has something armor-wise that kind of is under her shirt. You were told to be equipped. She has a chain vest. No, that'd be too heavy for her. It's also too expensive. Yeah. Bit expensive. Unless she got it from Cece. <gasps> she just have like an no. armored chemise? Is that how you pronounce that? Chemise. That's what I was saying. I, I didn't yeah. know if I was pronouncing it. No, no, no. Right. Um, but she has something under her clothes. I don't remember Amali buying these things. <clears throat> he probably gave her money and then she went and got things in the women's section. I'm debating on saying this now or later. Whatever you want. Hey, I thought free was free. I'll wait until we get outside. All right, got it. You can't. You can't. You guys are already about, outside. We're already oh, we're, outside. Oh, we're, outside. Yeah, we're, okay. we're on our way. Okay, great. We were told to get this done sooner rather than later. So we're walking. We're just talking while we're walking. So where are we walking to the south, south. one? South. You hear somebody crunch down on an apple. David. What? <laughs> oh, do you, you get, want one? That one. That implies you have multiple. Where did you get them? Cece's house sense motive. Are we passing by the marketplace on the way or not? 17. Yeah, you've passed already through the marketplace. 17 on my sense motive. He got it from Cece's house. At least that's what you assume. Mm. Half off hotcakes. Look at that, Cece. Oh, wait, wait. wait. Cece save? Question mark. It's Brunhilda. Like I thought. 
All right. This is yours again. I hand her the mask. She comes out from behind your backpack. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you really should get a smaller backpack so people can't hide behind it. Do you just have a backpack like the size of the Happy Mask Salesman? Yes! <laughs> uh, I am literally like a merchant. <laughs> yeah. He travels around and sells people things and buys things. I see that my hiding spot was discovered. Or Wait. I might have given myself away. That is beside the point. Hold, hold on. You're telling me both Kelsey and Cece are with us? Yes. yes. This isn't just, you know, that one episode of uh, was it a, a Yu-Gi-Oh! where Mokuba and Princess Mokuba switch. No, no. Wait, 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 wait what? <laughs> he thought what we thought to be Kelsey was Cece in disguise as Kelsey. That's what I thought. <laughs> but apparently, him assuming that said this out oh, loud, and okay. Cece was just hiding behind him the entire time while Kelsey is still Kelsey. Mm, interesting. My hiding spot was discovered, and I, I, okay, I might have given myself away. That is, I'm really bad at hide and seek. Okay, I've never had friends to play with. Well, how about a gift? This is yours now. <laughs> I, I, I get the mask goes first. Oh, yes. And she puts the mask on. I mean this as politely as possible. Love and peace, Jeff. Why are you here? I am. You see nothing. Ah, you, oh, you I'm see? just saying, Amali told us to leave her out of it. And I don't, I don't, I don't know about you, but I get the feeling that us messing with Cece is going to make him castrate me. We did, and we left her behind. Whoops. Okay, now you listen here, bub, and she steps up to you. All right, you're taller than I thought. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying your brother's a very scary man. He's not, well... Scary's a wrong word. Intimidating. You think he's intimidating? He really isn't. He's just like a giant fluffy bear. Yeah, to you. I shake my head in agreement. And what do you think he would be like to anything that he saw as a threat to your well-being? A giant fluffy bear with claws. Yeah, I, I shake my I, head I, in agreement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too fond of the thought of those claws. Does Amali know you're here? Oh my gosh, Smoot, use your brains. I know you have them. Yes. Search your heart. You know it to be true. Well, so. Of course he knows I'm here. Where else would I be at this point? That's at probably why he's coming this way right now. Goodbye. I gr- Can I grab her? <laughs> I go to grab her. This is not standing. So 19. Plus. I'm going to... Can, can, can I can I roll to aid another? Aid another is, grabbing. Okay, so you guys can roll to aid another to grab if you want. I want to roll to get in the way, but also act like I didn't mean to. Okay. Can I want to do to grapple? All right. Can I roll to stop Vinavir? Yeah. You have to stop me wait, too because wait. I'm also rolling a grapple check. Wait, what is Davide no, gonna I'm do? No, I'm stopping Finnevere from oh, stopping us. Oh, Finnevere, not not. Okay. Yeah, he's stopping someone from stopping us. Uh, <laughs> you roll. You roll CMB for uh, yeah. Yes, it's right? a CMB. Right, it's versus for CMB. What am I rolling? Well, you, you have to beat my attack, bluff basically. in order to know that. I'm up to some. So you'd have to sense motive. You, yeah. you have to You've be- done this repeatedly. No, no, you still have to sense motive it. Yeah. All it's right, a roll. So. And we'll tell you if you succeed. Don't worry. Jaden, could you say your bluff again? 14. All right. So you have to beat his 14 for the sense motive. 15 natural plus one for what I have in okay, there. Okay. So he's already at bonuses. So you can tell that Finnevere is going, is like trying to sidestep himself in there to look like an accident. Just, just. All right. Yoink. So <laughs> all of these things happen at once. Smoot lunges to grab Cece. Alan lunges 
to grab Cece to help Smoot. Vinevere steps in, attempting to assuage them and kind of push them out of the way. Did you roll, roll your, uh, if you didn't roll your CMD for grapple, if you're trying to grapple as well? 14. Okay. Does that beat your CMD? It is. It, it ties matches. to CMD. Okay. You see this and you lunge to grab Vinevere. And you do grab onto his shirt and he kind of pulls away. So you're both having a tug of war. I want you to know, as soon as this happened, as soon as Sissy tried to run, she tripped over her own foot <clears throat> and she landed face first in the dirt, hands splayed out in like in like the kacha things, like both fingers. Spider-Man? Like, yeah, yeah, no, it's like... With, with the grapple check, considering we were trying to grab her, are we allowed to you catch her? No, you literally land on top of her. Oh, no! We trip and land and crush the poor girl. Oh, my God! You're not going anywhere. Uh, Bear hug! And Finevere is trapped underneath of Alfred, who's really pretty light, but he's also got some Quinn, stuff on him. how much does your gear weigh? <laughs> what? How much does your gear? Oh, weigh? my bag is forty-four pounds alone. Oh my! So I have what is that? Uh, oh, 44, oh, oh. 64, 73 plus a hundred eighty. So I'm I have two hundred and fifty-three pounds bearing down on this tiny little girl oh. plus his weight. I'm two hundred and thirty-five pounds. Oh my God. Please, <laughs> we have five hundred pounds on her. <laughs> this poor girl. This will teach. Okay, I get up. This should teach you a lesson to not leave the house. I think I broke my back. <laughs> You're still speaking. It's not broken. That's nothing to do with whether or not she can speak. Ow! American. I'm gonna. Boots. I'm gonna scoop her up in my. I'm, well, I'll get. I'll get off her and scoop her up in my arms. Ow! 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 ow. Ginger. Ow! You guys are so rough. I. It's fun, but please don't land on my body anymore. I just. Oh my goodness. My side. Oh, my hip. I'm currently holding her. I by sound the way. like my grandfather now. Can you walk? Uh, I don't know. Where's Amali? I don't. I don't know that I trust her to walk. I don't trust her to run away indiscriminately to where we don't know. Well, I guess we're check. making that pit stop by Amali's okay. house. I'm a 14. Okay. 11. Uh, 17. You don't see Amali anywhere. Uh oh. He went for a walk. That or he went to murder the Red Guard. Uh, okay, I might have lied. He wasn't actually coming. I, I, uh, I, uh, I really gotta stop playing pranks on people. This is why we don't lie or sneak out of where we're supposed to be in order to keep us safe. Would you like an apple? To me, it reaches out a fresh apple. <laughs> He's just been standing on the side of all this. Yeah. Uh, okay, can you put me down, please? I will set her down. Thank you. Ginger. I appreciate that. I just came down here because I wanted to go to the market. It's not like I have all the food available anyway, and I saw you guys down here. Amali did give me permission to come down here to get some food. I will be going back soon. I just thought it would be funny to play a prank on you guys. All right. It was a pleasure seeing you, Cece, but please, for your own safety. And ours. And ours. You just see people staring at you all, like, whispering, like, Oh my god, they landed on a small girl. Oh, who are these animals? After you're done shopping, please return home. We will tell you all about our escapades when we return. She looks at you and her eyes get really wide and she seems really happy when you say that. And she's like, you will? You promise? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I'll see you at home, okay? Not like we have anywhere else to return to. <laughs> well, you do have a home now if you have nowhere else to go. My home is always open to you. 
It's much appreciated, CC. We'll see you this evening. <laughs> Finnevere's eyes quietly widen. Ooh, free Another continuing free. to be free. Oh. Chapter seven. <laughs> All right. Uh, I actually uh, say, hey, um, I really did enjoy your cooking. Uh, here's ten extra silver. <gasps> Ooh, this is more than the allowance that Amali gives me. Uh, this is your surprise food and mischief budget. Ooh, my allowance allowance. Can I roll? Is he whispering? Can I roll are, perception? Are you, are you whispering that? Or are you just kind of... Uh, not entirely hidden, but it is like in hushed tones. Okay. Uh, 21 perception. You hear it. Do I? Can we remove the mischief part of that budget? I understand feeding a number of people can be expensive. You know, I'm starting to wonder if this America had children and if you were one of them. <laughs> <laughs> it had children. I was never one of them. Ah, oh, BS. No, yeah. I could believe it. You were a child. You just had to be a bitter child. <laughs> My mother said I, I came out of the womb 40-year-olds with stubble and grumpy. Wow, that's pretty impressive, Mr. Smoot. Pretty impressive. I'm not inclined to believe you. And I'll let you go to your shopping. All right. Sounds good to me. We should probably be on our way as well. All right. So you guys split off from CC and begin Again. to head south. So you guys begin to head south in order to replace the power cores. And that is where we'll end off. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Gate Chronicles. I really hope you enjoyed that. There was a lot of breakfast shenanigans, I will say that much, and more shenanigans. And and I hope you all enjoyed our dear Liamore, and maybe we'll see more of him soon. Hopefully they survive this next session. Woo! All well, right, we guys. We all die. Woo! We're all right. end of campaign. Again. All right. So the last few things that I'd like to address are the following. Number one, please, if you enjoyed this episode, please, 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 please leave us a review. And share us with your friends. That really helps us to get out there because we rely on you to grow. Yay. Uh, beyond that, please consider supporting our podcast by going to our Patreon, which is a link in the description below. You can get access to uh, different rewards by going. And that would be things like early releases of episodes and other things. And we're also updating our tiers as we speak. So they'll be even better. And also please consider visiting our website where we do have merchandise and we will actually merp merchandise and we'll be taking some pictures of the ones that we've gotten already. Yay. And over to you. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know exactly how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. We recently joined as a member, and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co. P-O-D-G-O dot co. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you two weeks from now. Woo! Bye, guys. Bye. 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 I'm still Bye. upset about how weak I am. <laughs>